Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran, where I talk all things mindset, motivation, and entrepreneurship. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight, or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner, all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 51 of the Next Level Life podcast. Are you self-sabotaging your own success? Today's episode was actually inspired by a friend of mine who came to me and said, I just keep sabotaging myself and not even realizing that I'm doing it. And then later on, I realized that I've just been, I just totally sabotaged that. And I want to know why I do it and I, I don't want to do it anymore. Can you please fix me? And we had this really big conversation about it and just talked a little bit about uncovering the reasons why she sabotages this area of her life and uncovering what the belief about that part of her life is causing her to react in this certain way. And I really wanted to be able to deliver an episode to really go in deep with this because it was a quick conversation and it was something where, you know what, like I was like, babe, you are not broken. Like you don't need fixing. You are not broken. It's not completely out of your control. It is something that you can change. And so I wanted to be able to create something where she could reflect back on and use it to really give you some practical tools to overcome it. Last week, I did actually say that I'd be doing an episode today on uh, the law of attraction and manifestation. And I am going to do that, but I've just pushed it back a week just because I really want to spend a little bit more time delving into that a little bit deeper because I've been putting... Uh, it all into practice and loving the results that I've been getting. So I really want to make sure that I delivered that perfectly. And I hate that word, so probably not perfectly, but in a way that is really digestible, in a way that is really practical. So then you can start putting it into play for your own life. And I really wanted to be able to deliver that really well. So please give me a little bit more time on that, but that one will be up for you next week. Okay, so self-sabotage. What is it? Why do we do it? How do we stop doing it? <laughs> so just to be thorough, I googled the definition of self-sabotage and came up with a couple of different definitions and I kind of wanted to take a little bit further. So I've created my own here. So I'm going to give you a couple just to give you a little bit of a, um, a reflection on it. So Behavior is said to be self-sabotaging when it creates problems and interferes with long-standing goals. The most common self-sabotaging behaviors are procrastination, self-medication with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, spending, forms of self-injury, all those types of things. Or you've also got the other definition I found was the act of destroying or damaging something deliberately so that it does not work correctly. I'd like to throw in my own here. I feel like self-sabotage is the response to a feeling or an emotion that has become habitual when left unchecked, which then becomes an unconscious behavior we feel is out of our control. So let me delve into this a little bit more. So self-sabotage, we often reflect on it being something that is completely out of our control. And we believe it literally is something that we cannot control. Otherwise, why would we do it, right? And we often use the terminology of like, I don't know why I do it and I don't know why it's happening. And it kind of, that is actually taking away our own power to change it because it's almost passing the responsibility off because we don't know. And it's being able to take a step back and really recognize, and I really want to give you some great tips on how to overcome it today, but it's, I want you to think about areas of your life that you possibly could be self-sabotaging. 
So self-sabotaging is a lot like buffering, right? We've talked about this a little bit before. So this is where we could be overeating, overdrinking, um, spending excess time on socials, um, on any types of you know gaming or dating apps, things like that. It could be drinking too much. It could be excessive spending, like all these types of things where we use an action to numb ourselves. So we use an action to not feel an emotion. It can also be somewhere where we actually are avoid the feeling. So we put it aside, we stuff it down, we don't actually experience the emotion and it's where we're not really willing to reflect on it. We're not actually really willing to look at it. And so when we recognize that we're using the language like I don't know, it's often because we're not actually willing to look at what's causing the, the reaction or the response that we're getting. So self-sabotage is often an immediate desire for comfort. So we react in a way that will be the most comfortable for us. And even though later on we reflect on it and go, I don't know why I did that. At the time, it was a stress response or it was a fear response for us to go, oh, I don't want that feeling. Oh, that feels, no, no, I don't like it. And we go do something else that makes us feel more comfortable and more safe. And it's, it's taking us that reflection to be able to look at it and decide and see that's where the power is right is the actual ability to decide whether it is something you don't want to do anymore but we've got to take back that power of that choice that we're making in that split second of the emotion and you know there's always reason behind the action and often we're not willing to really look at it there's often a purpose or a payoff, right? So we'll have something like, say we self-sabotage a relationship or so, say we self-sabotage a work promotion or something like that. It's There is a payoff there. It's a payoff of staying safe or a payoff of not wanting to get hurt or a, a, a payoff of not being able to succeed. So putting that fear of, oh, if I succeed, then I actually will have to actually show up and be stand in my own power, you know, like that can be very scary for a lot of people. So recognizing that there is often, there is always, I should say, a reason for the action. Every form of action that we take in our lives, whether it be positive or negative, there is a reason for it. So even though you might find that there's, you know, acts of violence being, being created, there is a reason behind it. And it could be for someone's safety. It could be to keep them, you know, acting in a, in a state of power. Like there's so much behind it. And when we're able to look at it from that place and start to create some awareness around the reasons why we're doing it, that's the power that we can take back to decide to change it. Because it's the avoidance. It's the way of going, I don't even want to look at it. It's too scary. It feels bad. That actually takes away our own power. It keeps us playing in the victim mode and it's not actually serving us. There is no growth unless there's a little bit of a challenge. So if we're able to take a step back and just be curious to the opportunity to look at it and go, okay, what could possibly be causing that? And why would I want to keep myself in that situation? And it could be that, you know what, I've been hurt before. So that really scares me. And I acknowledge the fact that I did that to keep myself safe. And then it's an opportunity to look at it and go, okay, so in the long run, is it actually benefiting me? Because that's what self-sabotage is, right? It's what buffering is. It's that immediate response for desire or comfort. It's that short-term payoff. It's what it's making us feel good now, but it prolongs the experience. It prolongs the suffering of the sabotage. So the results that we're getting from the sabotage is also causing us pain. 
So we need to look at where is it that I need to make different decisions to get a different result, a different reaction or response to get a different result and be able to lean into that pain and recognize that it's just an emotion that I am avoiding. It's just a feeling. It is going to be a you know, a momentary feeling of discomfort to, uh, to be able to move through it. So then I can change the way that life turns out for me. Because if you could take a minute and just imagine what results would you be able to achieve if you didn't self-sabotage? What would your life look like? What would your relationships look like? What would your work life look like? What would your career look like? Like there's so much. If you did not self-sabotage, what would your body figure look like? What would you think about yourself? What would your, like there's so many aspects of our lives where we can, where we utilize self-sabotage to stop ourselves from feeling. And it's not a, that willingness to not actually looking at it. It's that lack of awareness. So the first step, like a lot of things we talk about in every aspect of what we do, it's the self-awareness is the first step and being willing to really look at it. You don't have to do that in a public eye. You know, you don't have to do a Facebook live on it or anything like that, but really delving into the recognizing why am I doing that behavior and what feeling is causing that behavior. There is always a feeling or a thought, a thought before the feeling to then cause that action. So what am I believing about myself? What am I thinking to make me feel that way? I don't deserve it. I don't believe in myself to think that I could actually do that. I'm not wi- I'm not willing to go all in. I am not deserving of love. I for whatever reason there are so many things that could be causing that feeling. Being able to really go deep and look at that is powerful. You get to take your power back and you get to stand there and go you know what, even though that's served me in the past and it's something that's kept me safe, I don't want that for my life anymore. I want more. And it could also be that, you know, it's showing up as self-sabotage can often show up even as procrastination, or it could be the fact that we don't even show up, or it could be where you're completely avoiding things in total, like absolutely not showing up, quitting, not even setting goals. Like that is a form of self-sabotage because if you don't take your power back and actually set goals and start living life on your terms, then you're just reacting to life. Yeah. So you're reacting to every emotion that is caused by every thought that you have. And unless you actually start to choose your thoughts and choose your actions and choose what you would like to spend your time and energy on rather than fearing and avoiding and experiencing self-sabotage results, then life is not yours to be had. It's somebody else's. It's, It's happening to you, not for you. So when we when we completely lack the awareness and we're taking a step back and not and going, you know what, I don't even want to feel, I don't even want to think, I don't even want to look at that, and we're completely buffering, it's that's when it becomes that real habit. So I want to just give you this option that the reason why we feel like it's completely out of our control is because it's become a pattern of behavior. It's become a habit where it has become so self, self-conscious, self sorry, it has become so, so part of your subconscious that you don't even realize that you do it anymore. You don't even realize that you're avoiding that feeling. So it's escalated, yeah? So it could have just started off at the beginning as a thought and a feeling, and it's gone, oh, that didn't really feel good, but keep going. And then later on the track, it became bigger goals or it became um, bigger stakes, and you decided that, 
oh, that really doesn't feel good. I don't want to do that anymore. And you self-sabotage. And the first time, and you kind of got that initial payoff, right? You got that initial feeling of comfort and you went, oh, that felt better than having to do that thing. I'm not going to show up next time. And then you start slowly but slowly sabotaging things smallly until they actually become a habit. And that's where it can go off into complete negative spirals. And, you know, I know that sounds really dark and, and deep, but I really want you to think about that because self-sabotage is one of the first things that happens where we stop stop believing in what we want and we stop choosing other things instead. And we start putting our, we continuously go back to reacting and responding to our emotions rather than controlling our emotions. And so then we start to rationalize and we start to start to tell ourselves that, well, of course, like, you know, I did that because of this or oh, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, I didn't really want that anyway. You know, those types of things that we constantly say to ourselves in our head, we rationalize it and go, oh, it doesn't really matter. Or, and then, and then it becomes, well, if that doesn't matter, then we don't really matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. I, my goals don't matter. I'll just put everybody else first before my own. And that can become such a spiral that just goes completely out of control. And I really don't want that for you or your life. So this is your opportunity to decide that, you know what, it's time to take back control. And when you do that, it's where you need to make a decision to commit to being aware and commit to changing the behavior that's caused by the emotions and recognize that the it's just an emotion. Like in the moment we recognize, okay, this is not feeling good, but know that it's going to move through you and it's always going to change. Like that's the only constant in life is change. And an emotion is like a season. It comes and goes. So it's not like you're going to be experiencing that continuously for the rest of the day. So just notice that it's just an emotion. Accept and decide that it's okay. It's okay to experience negative emotion. We don't have to avoid it at all costs. Life is positive emotion and negative emotion. But when you're constantly hiding from your own feelings, that's not really a life worth living. It's not, it's not a life that you can have. Like there is so much when you start to step into your power and recognize that, that, that you get to control your own emotions and you get to control the behaviors, you get to cr- control the thoughts that you have and you don't have to succumb to every negative thought that you have and every negative emotion that you have, but you get to take that control back. That's when your life is on your terms. So rather than resisting the negative emotion, just feel it, allow it, accept that it's actually going to happen. Like that's life. And without growth, then there is no, you know, you're not going to experience anything new and exciting unless you put yourself out there and experience some form of a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of negative emotion, you know, that constant need to control absolutely everything and have positive emotion all the time. I'm a positive person. Like that's a crock. Like everybody experiences negative emotion every single day. So if we are comfortable and we accept the fact that we're going to experience some form of negative emotion, it's just going to be temporary rather than putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, then just experience it and then change the way that you believe about it. Change your beliefs around it. It's not, you don't, you do not not deserve what you want. Like one of my clarity cards that we handed out, the Love What You Do collective event this week, last week, um, was um, you deserve everything you desire. And I love that because at what point in our lives did we stop saying that we deserve things? Like at what point do we start saying that you don't deserve things? It's like, you know, was it because when we were little, we were told no so many times because our parents were trying to protect us 
or was it because someone told you you couldn't have that because you were not skinny enough you were ugly you were for whatever you know all these negative things that we hear from other people and we start to take on and believe as our identity we start to believe these things and this is the reasons why we self-sabotage so you don't necessarily have to delve into all the reasons why and all those past experiences. That's not at all the case. You just have to to decide that you're not going to respond and react in that way anymore. And you can just take the power back by being aware of it, recognize that, hey, I actually was avoiding that because I was a little bit scared to get rejected. Or I was actually avoiding that because I'm actually not sure how that's going to play out. Or I actually was avoiding that at all costs because I just don't want to be hurt anymore. Like, or again... But then look at what's, what that is costing you. What's the opposite? It could be the success that you're looking for. It could be the absolute loving relationship that you are dying for. Like it could be so many amazing things in your life. Imagine what life would be without the self-sabotage. That's what you can have. And that's what you deserve. So when you first decide that you want to change it, you take the power back. And then when you're willing to look at the emotion or the feeling that's causing it, you can then stop trying to avoid it and just recognize that it's there and that's okay and we can accept it and then it's time to move through it. So start asking yourself different questions rather than like, oh, I don't know why I do that. Or it could be, you know, it's, I just keep doing that. It's just, I don't, it's out of my control. Taking that power back, recognize the emotion, recognize the thought behind it, and then choose something different. Ask yourself a different question like, how can I support myself through this process? How can I still have fun while doing this? How can I stop avoiding and start leaning in? And what's the worst thing that could happen? Often it's actually what's going on in our heads, the fear that's caused in our own heads. It's actually worse than what's actually going to happen. So we've talked ourselves out of it or avoided it and that fear up in our minds caused that anxiety in our heads for like two weeks leading up to something. And then when it actually happens, it's not actually that bad. Like how often have you done that? I know I've done it plenty of times. We constantly talk about what's, you know, fear the worst and then we play it out in our minds and this is going to be perfect leading into next week's episode because when we constantly focus on all the negative, we bring more of that into our lives. So if we can chop, we can chop that out of our lives, chop that out of our heads and decide, okay, so I'm going to ask something different now. I'm going to accept that feelings and emotions are normal part of human experience and I'm going to work through them and I'm going to still put myself forward because I deserve everything I desire. When you do that, so much momentum comes your way. And when you do that and you really step in and you stop reacting and you take that power, like literally is the only way for me to describe it is to take the power back. So much can come from that and you can lean in and know that life is worth living because it's not that scary. It's just often the fear in our own heads that's keeping us hiding and keeping us avoiding. So step in, take the power back and continue to thrive and continue to focus on the goals that you want to achieve and have the success because you deserve it. If when especially like someone said to me the other day, when you actually step in and take that power back, you're actually giving other people permission to to also do that. So not only do it for yourself, do it for everybody around you. Every, the little ripple effect that that can, that can cause is absolutely phenomenal. So please step in, take your power back and stop the self-sabotage so you can have everything that you want in your life. 
I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Please share with me on Instagram or Facebook anything that you've taken away from today. And I'd love to know how you self-sabotage and how you choose and now choosing to eradicate that from your life. Have an amazing week and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.